This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Sometimes we get stuck, Ramya, because we get in on a topic and we realize the clock is against us. Yeah. Be quiet. But sometimes I think that answers the question when we know we're going on and saying, wow, we're getting into this. Maybe that's when we stop and back come back time. to it another time, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, we always boast about the fact that it's our day to kind of settle back, enjoy, swing open that gateway to the weekend. And we always get it started visiting with our gardener, Susan Kearney. Hello, I'm Susan Kearney. Join me on Kelly and Ramya for the joy of gardening by using touch, taste, scent, and sound. One of the debates we've been going through, Susan, is how long darn January seen for most people. Do you feel it's the longest month of the year for you? Yes, definitely. I think it had about 60-odd days in it, for sure. Wow. And does it feel like that for you every year? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, January always seems to drag on. I don't know whether it's, um, you know, because we've sort of come off the, you know, December, November, December, where, you know, you have uh, celebrations and you're, you know, with a lot of people, and then you sort of have to get back into the swing of things. But um, I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah. it always seems long. We are we're discussing the fact that from Canadian Thanksgiving right on, we almost try to pretend American Thanksgiving's ours too for some people <clears throat> in the crowd, um, especially the football fans, Jeff Ryan. Especially people um, actually so, take it off, yeah. Yeah, we soak it out <laughs> as much as we can. And, you know, how many days you save for the last three months? Don't worry about that. Um, so, but we're talking February now. We've arrived here, Groundhog Day. Yes. What do you say? Yes. Only six weeks left of, of that nasty because of he did not see his shadow. Six I think I heard that weeks. earlier. Yeah. Yeah, as opposed yeah, to. Six. Yeah. yeah. So, It'll you want to talk about some February flowers, the shortest month of the year, after us going through the mm-hmm. longest what feels month? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know who chooses these, but I always find it very interesting. Um, what um, flowers are represented uh, for what m- uh, month. And for the month of February, we have irises. That's mm. our first one, and um, which is very, very interesting. And the, the iris family actually has approximately 300 or more um, species in it, uh, which is uh, a, a lot. That's yeah. a lot for one flower. Yeah, I used to get surprised and, um, when you throw out numbers like this. Like, yeah, the mint family has 1,182 species. But I'm just, yeah, now, definitely. after so and, many and conversations, counting. exactly, after so many yeah. conversations with you like this, I've become um, more open to the idea that everything is related to everything else. Okay, well, so you're saying... And, and remember that? When one iris, when you knew when anyone spoke of irises in your head, the only difference was maybe colors or something like that? Mm. It, it, we we had no idea that. or comparison, just like animals or just right. whatever. So 300. Yeah. Yeah, 300. And the ones I have in my garden, they are North American native ones, and they um, it is the blue flag iris. And I started growing them. I actually bought them at a, um, a plant sale one year, and um, I specifically said, can I grow these in a planter? And I was told, yes, absolutely you can. 
they like a lot of sunshine, and they like wet feet, which is rather difficult to um, to do um, because uh, you know, you've got to keep the the bottom of them wet. They're like their their roots wet, and yet they really like uh, a tremendous amount of sunshine. Uh, mine are right out in the sunshine, sunshine all day. Mm. Um, what I did do is I took a planter and um, like for every planter, you know, they should have holes in them, but we, I did the opposite. I did not poke any holes into it or um, mm. I took a planter that didn't have any drainage holes in it and uh, I put uh, rocks in the uh, small rocks in the bottom, and then the the different soils. And mine are now five years old. They have done very well in in that kind of um, in, in in that kind of climate in the in the yeah. environment. Yes. And what is really interesting is because many irises actually grow in our marshy areas. So right. that's that's one of one of the reasons. That's why, why you want the drainage like, slower. Yes, yes. So they, they stay um, damp so that the soil around them stays damp. And hopefully um, mine will come up for the sixth year, which will be really, really nice. And um, then I think this year I'll probably take some of them and um, put them into another container. So I'll have two containers. I really wanted them to get well established. And this year they did very well. So they were good in the fix. So I think probably um, this coming fall I will dig some of them up and put them into another planter. So, Susan, it's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, Ron. Oh. I was really thinking about the, the sunlight thing again with February. And it's funny because, you know, we talk November, December, January even being pretty dark. But if you get the snow in this part of, of Canada and you had flowers, irises, maybe they have that chance of at least seeming like it's brighter and, and, and that kind of thing if you're growing, growing them. But it's interesting that it's a February flower. Yes, it, it, it is. Now, my mine are, are asleep right now. They're covered right. up. I cover them up with um, newspaper and um, and um, burlap, and then I wrap them in uh, a heavy plastic. I wrap the container in a heavy plastic, so right now they are sleeping. I will probably start removing uh, some of that material come um, the end of April uh, after mm. after the frost, because right, since frost. they are in a container, they can be um, they they can get frost very quickly. Okay, and how do you know, or can you know, that they're gonna do well again? So, because you have five years of a sample now, uh, are you able to tell some signs of it being a good year for them, or you know, is it just uh, keeping our fingers crossed and doing the same thing so that you don't screw it up? Well, last year um, when I unwrapped them, I was very pleased to find out that they were um, still quite happy. I cut them down, of course, because they can grow quite tall. They, they were about four feet um, by the, the the time they had fully grown. That is tall. Full growth. Mm-hmm. It is tall. They, they, yes, these ones, the blue flags are very tall. Um, that, that there are miniature um, irises. But That's what that I was imagining, just like a family. potted plant, you know? Like, this is very much it, not it, what oh, I was no, imagining. I was thinking of even smaller than that, to be honest with you. I, I, I know they can be tall, but I find it interesting when you talk about transporting the bunch 
and I'm sure you'll you'll set the environment the same, uh, but you wonder on that success or how fluky, if fluky, the success you have been. I don't I don't think so. Yeah, it it'll be it'll be interesting. I I really like them. They're very showy and they they stand up very tall in the garden. So they're, you know, they they really show off their you know their their um the, they say blue. But it's actually a purpley blue color, so that's that's why it's I gather its name. Uh, and uh, the, the flowers, when they bloom in June, they they are they are simply beautiful. They they're very showy. And, and are they soft? Can you describe part. the like the layers or the actual texture exactly of the flowers? Yes. Okay. Um, the uh, the leaves they they come up from what you call rhizomes. Um, what a snake plant looks like. They sort of feel like that, although they're not a succulent, but the leaves are sort of like that. So they come up from the soil. Um, they're long, and the, the leaves come to a point, uh, top point, uh, very long and pointed, so they stand up very nicely. And then the flowers are on stalks, and there's usually a single flower on every on on each of the stalks, and they grow up in between the um, in, in between the leaves. So they they stand up very nicely. They they are a very a very showy very showy plant, and they mm. attract a lot of our um, a, a lot of our pollinators. Mm, so nice. they're nice. they're a no. good one to have in the garden. Uh, yes. Are the stalks on the edges a little almost would one would say sharp? Am I thinking this the right when I feel an iris? They're pointed, not not sharp yeah. as much as they're pointed. Uh, I okay. suppose that they, you know you you could say they were sharp. They do come to a point. The leaves do come to a point. Yes, okay. absolutely, okay. they right. do. Right. All right. All right. Do we wanna, yeah, let's talk about the other lady hmm. of February. Ah, this, this is violet. Um, and and I always think of violets as an old-fashioned flower. I, I don't know why, but that's, uh, that's the name. Just sort of. Yeah, I think of that yeah. with iris. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah, both of them could both be. Both of them. They, definitely. You know, sort of that. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And our the violets. I don't have any in my garden, and um, however, um, these will come up. In, in the spring, you know, if you have them in your garden, and although they're called violet, and we think of them being purples, different kinds of purples, they can be yellow or pink or this white, evening. flowers on them. Yeah, so that's, which is very interesting. And um, they can be rather, and I don't like to use the word invasive, but I will, um, because <laughs> they will grow out of your garden and into your lawn. I know people who ha have had them um, in their gardens. They always have to keep um, clipping them back because they will um, creep out into um, into the lawn and uh, like a lot out of the, the the flower beds, but they're they're a nice low lying plant. They're not a tall plant, so they're low lying. So they're nice for borders. Actually, they're very very nice for for a border. Very showy. Um, they have a lot of flowers, and I think one of the reasons why um, that was probably chosen for Feb flower was chosen for February is because. Their leaves are heart-shaped, and they really are heart-shaped. Uh, They're yes. a lovely little, Huge. yeah, cool yeah. heart shape. Yeah. Uh, do they Quite have a, a Valentine scent? flower. An aroma? Yes. 
Yes, they do. They have like um, a very, um, I'm going to say powdery sort of scent, Mm. Uh, very, very light powdery sort of scent. Also a bit old fashioned. Yeah. I was going to say now, um, I might be thinking of lavender though. I'm getting all my colors mixed up. You know, where people (laughs) use the, the flavoring in foods, especially in desserts, you're getting a lot more of this kind of stuff. Violet's not one of them, is it? Well, yes, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's coming back, but years ago, uh, they used to sugar the uh, the violet flowers so that um, they, they would be like ca- like candy. Oh, candied um, violets. Okay. I, yeah, candy violets, and I'm not really. I, I don't. I don't know that you ate them. I think <laughs> they were just like decor. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I, I think they were just decoration. But oh, I could be wrong. Maybe somebody did eat eat them. Um, yeah, maybe they went along Definitely. with the chocolates for Valentine's Day, right? When anyone sent flowers <laughs> yeah. and chocolate, maybe it went along, and that's where you kind of get that idea to make it look good and smell good, even better. Like you said, yeah. the, garnish the, the can bowl. be confusing. You know, you don't know if you're supposed to eat it or toss it. It's... Do I wrap these chocolates <laughs> in these uh, violets? <laughs> Yes, very, very much, yes. That's wild, Susan. They're a cool plant. It's a cool plant, yeah. (laughs) Susan, we'll talk to you next Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Yes, you too. Bye. Uh, And and thanks for bringing your friends, Iris and Violet. Appreciate it. Uh, We talk once a week with Susan Kearney on our Fridays. To start off our Friday edition, she helps us start swinging the gateway to your weekend open. Up next... There's a new AI tool that is uh, showing how much delivery apps mark up meals. Now, John Dealer is going to be here with the details on this. He won't get a word in. Amuthan will take over on this one. Lots ahead. Here we go. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Romney return with more in a moment. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.